0: And they've been told either join this religion. Uh, If you join this religion, you can keep your gold, you can keep your house, you can keep your businesses, you can keep living your life exactly how you're living it. Or if you choose to stay a Christian, you must flee and you lose everything. Well, I pray that your weekend was a little less painful than mine. (laughs) I figure I should let you in on what happened right away. It's not too exciting, not as exciting as the good news. And um, I'm kind of like a golden retriever. When I hear somebody at the door, I get really excited and I jump up and I trip over my purse and run into the wall. So that's what happened to me. Happy 4th of July weekend. Uh, Now that we have that out of the way, The reason I share these things is because God can use all of us, even us that have a hard time walking, even us who have a hard time thinking or understanding, even us that have a hard time loving, God can use all of us to do beautiful things. And we see that in our scripture for today. The thing that I think is so interesting about our gospel and continues to be interesting is that what people can do when the Holy Spirit moves in them and through them. We see that the early churches are where orphanages and hospitals came from. These Christians, these people that followed Jesus, were the only ones willing to go amidst people that were considered unclean to people in that day. They were the ones that felt compelled because of their faith and their love in Jesus, to draw near to the brokenhearted, to those hurting, those wounded, those in need of healing, when everybody else would cast them out. The Christians drew near. Jesus sends the 70 out, and 70 in our text is actually an important number. It signifies the number of perfection and completion. And so it's in this work that we get to work and be and go out and bring the Holy Spirit, bring the kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven, and this is our call. But the thing that I recognize is that Jesus never sends the disciples or the apostles out alone. Not even to get a donkey. Never in scripture do you ever see Jesus sending them out by themselves and alone. Now let's be clear, Jesus is sending them out amidst the wolves. Jesus is sending them out without a purse, without a pair of sandals. Jesus is sending them out into hard spaces with only the Holy Spirit and one another to keep them company. How do you feel about that? I think so often in our church culture, we put safety so high up, almost close to Jesus, on the scale of things we worship. And I just want to sit and wonder about that together. Jesus says, in me, in me, God is with me. In you, because I am in you and God in me, where you go, you never go alone, but I go with you. And I wonder if we believe that, if we hold fast to that, There's so many spaces, thank God, that the first church didn't place safety above everything else. Now let's be clear, of course we protect the vulnerable. Of course we protect the children. But we know that the protection is not in our ability to keep them safe, it's in the name of Jesus. I invite you to hear this story about one of my friends who serves in refugee camps in Jordan. And the people that come are people that have been persecuted in their country, and they've been told either join this religion. Uh, If you join this religion, you can keep your gold, you can keep your house, you can keep your businesses, you can keep living your life exactly how you're living it. Or if you choose to stay a Christian, you must flee. And you lose everything. And as they're sitting there having these conversations of the things that they left behind, they say, Nothing compares to Jesus. Everything burns. We can't take anything with us. And yet here we are standing with our family and our God and the Holy Spirit. What else could we possibly need? Can you imagine? Standing there in that? Can you imagine believing that all you need, you have within you and besides you? I wonder how much we think we need. I feel like when we wake up in the morning, the first thing we think about is, I didn't get enough sleep. I didn't get all the things that, that I need today. Today. I invite you to look to the people to the left of you, and I invite you to look to the people on the right of you. Where you're sitting in this space, you're not alone. What happens when we go out amidst the wolves is we think we have to do it on our own, and we have to do it amidst our own power and our own strength. That's why Jesus says, don't take anything. I don't want you to believe that it's anything that you have or possess or power that makes you think these amazing and beautiful things happen. I want you to understand that it's the power within you and the power beside you that makes beautiful things happen. And yet we continue to grasp for the power or the strength or the things that keep us safe. Beloveds, what are we so afraid of? Death has been conquered. The Holy Spirit has won. You are not alone. In this space right here, I've had the joy of calling many of you and still many more to go, so don't worry, we're we're, we're working down that list. And you know what I keep hearing over and over again? Two things. One, I hear that people love their God. And that people love and care for one another. And the only time that those places feel the pain of not those things are when you believe you're amidst the wolves. And you're calling on your own power and your own strength to keep you safe. What is safety if it's not Jesus Christ? What people are longing for, what I hear more than anything, is to know that God sees them and God loves them. That they're known. Beloved, you are known in this space. You are known by your God, and believe it or not, you're known by one another. Where you're going you're not walking alone but the spirit of god walks with you and through you and why does this happen not just so that we don't feel lonely not just so that we don't feel alone but it's so that people would understand what happens when the spirit of god comes near what happens when the spirit of god comes near and not fear What happens when the spirit of God comes near and not pain or hurt? What is it that comes near when, what happens when we allow the spirit of God to be the nearest thing to us? We don't have to pick up power. We don't have to pick up safety. We don't have to pick up anything else because we have the power of God with us and through us. Beloveds, I invite you to just take a moment to catch your breath. We have been through a lot. We have been through a lot as individual people, as families, as communities. We have been through so much. Look again to the person to your right and to your left, behind you, in front of you, This is your community. These are the people that God's called you to walk with, to love, to show what it looks like when the Spirit of God comes near. And what does it look like? It looks like people being seen, being known, the ones that most of society casts out. It looks like people being healed in the name of Jesus. It looks like relationships being mended and healed. It looks like forgiveness. It looks like love. It looks like trust. And so I invite you in this moment to just take a moment to catch your breath. Close your eyes if you feel comfortable. And I invite you to just wonder, God, is there anything in me Is there anything in me that is not following you? Is my pride, is it power, is it hurt, is it anger? We do a lot of things when we're hurt. God, I just ask that you would, that you would cleanse us and renew us in your Holy Spirit all the things that try to capture us and oppress us, Lord, we cast it out in the name of Jesus today. Fear, pain, anger, hate, it is cast out in the name of Jesus Christ. And Lord, in the spirit of your love and your grace, fill us up again because on our own, we are just bumbling into walls. May it be your Holy Spirit that fills us, that leads us, that moves us to be your people in your name, amen. Ephesians 3. For this reason, I bow my knee before God, from whom every family in heaven and on earth takes its name. I pray that according to the riches of God's glory, God may grant that you may be strengthened in your inmost being with the power through the Holy Spirit, and that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, as you are being rooted and grounded in love. I pray that you may have the power to comprehend with all the saints what the breadth and length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge so that you may be filled with the fullness of God. Now to God who by the power at work within us is able to accomplish abundantly far more than we can ask or imagine To God be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus, in all generations, forever and ever. Go in peace, serve the Lord.